Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hi, Stephanie. Hello. So we're back for week three of Christmas mm-hmm. movie reviews. And it was a good week. It was a good week. We've watched a lot of Christmas movies at this point in time. Yeah, it, it's been a lot. Yeah. But I feel like I've actually wanted to watch them. Even ones that I thought I wasn't going to want to watch. I still mm-hmm. was like, okay, well, I kind of want to watch that because I was curious. Right? Yeah. I feel like that's how it, it is for me because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm going to hate this movie. I'm not going to like it. And then I watch it and it turns out I love it. And then the opposite happens where I think I want to love a movie and I don't like it. So I'm like, I need to stop saying things because then for whatever reason, my mind goes the opposite way. <laughs> You're jinxing yourself from liking it. Yeah, pretty much. So the first one is the Christmas Yule blog. Yes. So this one is the girl who's writing a story basically for about Christmas in this town in Nevada, New Mexico. So Nevada? I thought it was, yeah. It's Southwest. I don't know why I said Nevada, but it came out of my mouth. <laughs> it's an end state. <laughs> yes. And she goes there and she meets Oscar and he teaches her all about their Christmas traditions. Yeah. And this one was on Lifetime. I don't think you said that. I did not. It was a Lifetime one. And the thing that stood out to me first, like when we were watching this, I was like, I think you messaged me and you were like, I don't really love this meet cute. And I was like, oh, bossy person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, or a person, know-it-all person, I think is what I said. Yeah, that's what you said. Not technically, but he was kind of know-it-all. But it was odd because you almost expect it from the girl at this point because they do it so much with the girl, I feel like. Well, I thought it was the girl because she kind of know-it-all like, oh, you're here for me to pick me up. I was thinking it was him because how did this go that made me think that? Okay, so here's the scene for everyone. Yes, go for it. She is arriving in the small town on this really old-timey train, which... Did they even run those anymore? I don't know, but it was cool. I I tried to Google and all I could find was Amtrak, but that's like a side thing. So she's arriving into town and she's stepping off the train and she sees the guy and she assumes that he is her ride as they do. And then he kind of doesn't respond to her questions. Like he's like, no. And then like she'll ask something else and he doesn't say anything. And then she asks something else. It is very awkward. But then this is what I do. I really hate this. This is why I messaged you. Is <laughs> because she's like, so is there a taxi in town? And he's like, oh yeah, you can call. And then he gave her a number. And then she calls the number and it's his cell and his pocket ringing and he picks it up. This is just the dumbest freaking thing. And I hate it. It's I not the first time I've seen it. It just is like, who does that? And it's, Ugh. After you've already told her, no, you're not her, her ride. Yeah. Like, I just, why did you I just really say, yes, it. I'm your ride? Oh, it wouldn't have been as fun. That wouldn't have been as fun. I was like, dude, I know that this is her love interest, but I would have been like, I don't think you're my love interest. <laughs> Next, please. <laughs> Except I will say, I think he redeems himself. Like, once you get past these first, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie before the commercial is always rough. Yeah. He does redeem himself. I didn't love, I don't know, I wasn't really feeling them as a couple. See, I I like them as a couple because he did some cute things for her. Like, he set up this cute Christmas lunch with all the decorations. I literally, I gasped out loud when I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And then he got her this drink and she's like, you found me white chocolate mocha? which was a big deal for her and he's like yeah i pay attention and i'm like oh he pays attention <laughs> okay let's let's go back to the white chocolate mocha i knew you were gonna do that because i was like this is the like this reminded me of jingle bell bride when she's like where's baggage claim where's the terminal girl you're standing in the middle of nowhere with a four-person flight like th- use your brain right yeah and then she gets she gets to the bed and breakfast and she's like oh i would love a coffee white chocolate mocha and she's like i have coffee <laughs> i know like you said this isn't starbucks <laughs> yeah this is not starbucks why would you think that you they would just have something as specific as a white chocolate mocha yeah that part was annoying because she was still being annoying in the beginning well and i feel like they write these characters as if they don't have common sense sometimes Like, just because you're from a big city doesn't mean that you can't understand the fact that probably if you go to a B&B in the middle of nowhere, they're not going to have 
all the fancy drinks that you normally like to have. Like I go to a hotel at like when I went to like Dominican Republic and it's like this all inclusive hotel. I do not ask them for a white chocolate mocha. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a nice hotel. It's all inclusive, but I'm not going there assuming that they're going to have like this super fancy drink. Yeah, you're right. But they always have to make them over the top so you understand like who they are and it's going to be such a big change. So you can see the change. That's what I was going to say. So you can see the change. (laughs) Speaking of changes, this is a little off topic, but I did like their ugly Christmas poncho contest instead of the ugly Christmas sweater. Um, I loved this. Kaylee, if you're listening to this, <laughs> next time I come to your Christmas party, it's going to be an ugly Christmas sweater poncho. Okay. <laughs> Do it, Carrie. I just feel like that would be so much easier too. like ponchos are so freeing to wear. Yeah. <laughs> But I thought that was a fun tradition and something that we have not seen before in any of these Christmas movies. Normally it is just the sweater. Yeah, and I yeah, and I also like the how the town decorates the tree. With oh their yeah. Wishes, like the ornaments that represent a wish that they have. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute. It was cute. And his his wish, this is my I guess this is a kind of a spoiler, but his wish was for peace. Which was so sweet because normally, you know, it's like, oh, I wish for love or, you know, to be with you. But his was so special wanting peace and like she gave that to him. I don't know. He was so sincere. It just made me like, oh. Because he wasn't like my favorite guy seeing the previews or in the beginning. And then as the movie went on, I was like, oh, you're really sweet. Well, I didn't love it whenever they showed his putting the ornament on what it is because mm-hmm. it was like peace on earth. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this miscongeniality? <laughs> <laughs> and world peace. You know, that was in Nevada. I think the second one. <laughs> Weren't they in Vegas? I don't know. <laughs> I can't I can't honestly can't remember the second one right now. They were legit in Vegas because there was a pirate ship at a hotel. Oh, that's and funny. that was part of the thing. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> That's what it made me think of. I was like, he wants world peace. Is that what he's asking for? And then they brought it back around at the end, but he didn't really elaborate on it. It was just an ornament that said peace on earth. Yeah, the ornament. I don't know, but I thought it made sense that he would want peace for himself because it had been a tough few years. Yeah, but I'm just saying like when they did the ornament, he didn't specify that it was just for himself. Like they just showed the ornament and said, oh, this is my wish. And she's like, oh, peace. That's so sweet. Or something like that. You know, like. I was like, peace on earth? I just didn't get it. And then at the end, I was like, oh, okay. It was peace for himself. But I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't paying super attention when they put the stuff on the tree because it was still early on. I mean, I remember them there, but. Yeah. And I was also getting close to the end, kind of spoiler alert. And like the last day when she's about to leave to go out of town, Mm -hmm. she's like on the 11th day of Christmas blog or whatever she says. And I was like, so wait, they're going to do this and there's not going to be 12 days. Is she really going to? this on the 11th day (laughs) i don't think she did though she did not but i thought she was going to i have two points that i was like one their food fight in the kitchen i literally put "Ugh." (laughs) it was a weird food fight i didn't like it and they legit it didn't even start out like small no it was like he put something on her nose and then she like pounded him with flour yeah that's why i was just like yeah Nah, not for me. And then when he invites her to Santa Fe for New Year's Eve, Uh I'm like, man, this is a major trip to be inviting someone that you just met. (laughs) I mean, that's these movies, but still, he was moving pretty fast and he has a kid. Well, and that was not a Hallmark movie because that sentence would not have come out of the Hallmark. No, no. (laughs) It was like, really? Like, I mean, I think it was sweet that he wanted to spend New Year's with her. Yeah, that was sweet. They were just... I thought they were cute together. I felt it in the end. They were lovers, not friends. I don't know. I I can't remember what I put down. Let me me look. I've done a scorecard on this one. I just haven't posted it. But I can't remember what I put down. Oh, no, I put down friends. Well, different strokes for different folks, guys. Pretty much. Okay, (laughs) are we ready to rate this? Yep, let's go for it. Okay, so I guess... I, sh- I could have given it all straight fours, but I gave it a three for style because 
nothing was very interesting. I gave it a three also for style, but I gave it a five for set because I actually really like their Southwestern like houses and stuff. Like aesthetically, Mm. I like them, even though I know it's like not super Christmassy, but they actually decorated a lot for Christmas also. Yeah, that's why I gave it four candy canes because they did a lot of Christmas stuff and I liked all the different traditions and yeah. like Spanish Christmas music. So that's what also why I gave it a four storyline too because of those things. Otherwise, I don't like the writer reporter stuff. Yeah. And the storyline, I give it a three because I thought it was fine. But I, I don't know why. I just didn't, I didn't love this one as much as I would like. I wish I loved it. Okay. So does that mean that you put it as nonsense? Yes. I put love. I figured. But I mean, I don't know that I love, loved it, but I felt bad saying nonsense. So it's love. <laughs> oh, boy. Anywho, moving on to yep. Hallmark's movie, Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater, where Ashley Williams did kiss a man in a Christmas sweater. I believe she kissed a man wearing his while well, she was wearing his Christmas sweater. Whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is Hallmark. <laughs> Ashley and Niall Mater were cute. I just it was a an okay movie. I thought the cutest thing was their meet. Well, actually, it wasn't their meet cute. It was when they meet again and she hits him with the tree. Yeah, I agree. Their first meet cute was kind of like, oh, okay. And then the second one was the tree. And I kind of wish they would have just had I mean, the second one be the meet cute. Yeah, the her hitting him with the tree instead. I mean, their first one was different, I guess. But yeah, I would have preferred just hit him with the tree. And that's how you meet. Otherwise... I don't really have much else to say about this movie. (laughs) It wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. Uh, It wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be, but I actually really like Niall in this one. I like him in general, but I liked his character because he's an architect, which I'm obsessed with architecture stuff. I liked this idea of like him using what he loves and to help the children being some what brings him back to realizing what he really wants to do with his life. Yeah, that was sweet. And that little boy was really cute. I thought there was a lot of good kids in the movies this weekend. I thought so too. And Ashley isn't usually one of my faves, but I did like her in this movie. She was she didn't seem quite as perky as sometimes I feel like she is, although at points she definitely reached it. Oh yeah. I thought she was pretty perky, but I thought her and Niall made a cute couple. Like they fit. Yeah. And the hair that she was rocking. Yeah, I liked her hair. Half the time I liked it, half the time I hated it. Like if it if wasn't it, was, it the same style the whole time? Yeah, but sometimes it had volume and sometimes it was like ugly flat. <laughs> I'm glad you went on to flat instead of just left it at ugly. <laughs> sometimes it was just ugly. <laughs> So, I mean, sometimes I just felt like it was better styled, you know, and I don't Mm. know where they filmed this. So maybe it has to do with like the amount of moisture in the air. And I, Lord knows that half the time that I straighten my hair, it doesn't look the way I intend for it to look 30 minutes later. So that definitely could be the problem. Somewhere in Canada. Always somewhere in Canada. Yeah. We should go to Canada. But I did like this movie. I thought there were parts that were funny. There were parts that didn't like really stand out to me. But I didn't rate it low because for whatever reason, I think I decided I liked it. I gave it all threes. I mean, it was middle of the road for me. See, and I gave it all fours. I probably will would go back and maybe give it a three for style, but I already made my scorecard for this one too. See, and I did the scorecard right after I watched the movie. So there must have been something that made me think, oh, I, you know, or maybe I was just yeah. lazy and I didn't want to put more than one number. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible. (laughs) But I did actually enjoy this one. And I think it was the storyline kind of stuff that made me enjoy it more. So like just him being an architect and those sorts of things. And I was really interested in the fact that her husband wasn't dead. No. They just I mean, that was good. I mean, yeah. And it was different. They had a great relationship. They did. I did think it was interesting, though, that they made Niall similar to her husband with the whole their job, their dreams thing. But he just made the different choice in like being there for her. Yeah. But I was like, 
I guess she has a type. <laughs> I guess so. Well, and and I I found it. She talked about how he was all about his job and whatnot. So he went and found someone who was okay with him being all about his job. Uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of a diss to that poor lady because I do show her. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess, though, if she's okay with that, maybe she's all about her job, too, and it works out well. Yeah, that's true. We don't really know. I just thought it was nice to see, not that I would expect them to portray an unhealthy relationship, but rather than just kill off the dad, I thought it was nice that they actually showed them interacting and having supportive, good relationship between. Yeah, it was good. I still rated everything nonsense. I rated it love. What kind of world are we living in here? I know. We're, we're flip-flop. So now we're on to the Christmas ring on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which I personally liked best this weekend. I slept through half of this movie. But you had extenuating circumstances. I did. I had a headache. And I've had a headache like for like literally probably the last week. But... It hit hard on Saturday. I felt it really bad on Saturday. So I was like laying here with my dogs and I got comfortable. I just felt myself falling asleep and I was like, we're just going to fall asleep now. (laughs) I woke up for the end, like the last 30 minutes, I think. I saw that probably the first 30 minutes in the last 30 minutes and then missed stuff. Everything in between. But I will say I didn't care for the first 30 minutes and I liked the last 30 minutes. So my score is not really a true ranking. (laughs) I'm not sure if I can do something for this one only because I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I already did a scorecard. So you just rewatch it, Carrie, because the girl, Nazneen, love her and I'd like to see her in more things. And I really loved her her style everything that i saw her in i thought she looked really great in yeah she looked really pretty only point against her style was the last dress I just thought it was kind of lackluster, but her hair was really pretty. What did the last the dress look like? It was red and it was just plain. Like it didn't have much going on. Oh, so it had little cap sleeves. It did? Did it is what is I'm, I'm asking. Oh, I don't think it had cap sleeves. I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. I think she, I, I think I felt like she looked nice, but I don't think it was like amazing. No, like, I, I thought she looked nice. It wasn't like one royal holiday when she came out in the gold dress. <laughs> no, definitely not. But I just thought it was a little too plain for like a finale dress. Yeah. But other than that, she I loved all her stuff. And then this is my favorite David Alpay movie. I He's normally not like, I'm not a huge fan, but I really liked this one and him in it. Especially like when he kind of showed his personality with, there was a, a funny kind of conversation between them. Like, we need to bottle the smell of baking. And he's like, I'm wearing the baking cologne. And... I just thought that was cute. Okay, I did see this part. Mm-hmm. And my thought was they bottle the smell of baking in candles all the time. Well, I thought that too. But I still thought his... <laughs> his I still thought he was, was funny. cute. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a little funny moment. But I was thinking, this is stupid. Like, what are you talking about? We have scented... I know, like cookies. My favorite uh, Bath and Body Works, not an ad, candle for Christmas is their sugared snickerdoodle. Like, Oh, I'll have to smell this one. Side note, Bath good. and Body Works, if you're listening, we would like it to be an ad. <laughs> Pay us in candles. <laughs> I'll take all of the sweater weather. I'll take the sugared snickerdoodle. Or mahogany take- coconut. Those are my two go-tos. Ooh, I like sweet cinnamon pumpkin. I just like a lot. But I digress. I also, he was kind of annoying in the beginning with his attitude. Mm-hmm. But then... As you went on, and you probably missed this, Carrie, I really felt his like vulnerability as we learned about his grandparents' love story and then kind of his past. I was like, oh, I feel for you, like his past relationship. And then they had a very sweet kiss before the end in a car with a shooting star. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is cute. I so, definitely did not see that part. I don't know how I missed it either. Because you were sleeping. Was it, was it that early? I mean, it was the middle of the movie. Okay, so maybe I was sleeping through it. I definitely didn't see that. you definitely were. And then I actually kind of teared up at the end, but I think it might have been because I I watched Drew Barrymore's Never Been Kissed again like a few weeks ago, and the end reminds me of the ending on that one. Have you seen Never Been Kissed? Yes, but it's been a long time, so I don't remember what happens. Okay, so spoiler alert. (laughs) 
<laughs> so in Never Been Kissed, she writes her article, you know, because she pretended to be in high school and she's a reporter and she fell in love with a teacher. And so she writes this article and she's like, I'm going to be out on the baseball field before the championship game. And if you feel the same way I do about you, I'll be out there waiting for my first real kiss. So she's like out there on the baseball mound waiting for, as oh, this countdown right. for him to show up. So that's what it reminded me of. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. So I just liked it. And I gave it all fours. I gave it the ratings that I could rate for what I saw. Set and style, I gave fours. And then storyline and Christmas, I gave threes. But storyline, honestly, I probably gave it a three because I didn't know most of the storyline. Yeah, you miss like all the stuff. And you know, I really dislike reporter scavenger hunt like storylines. Uh-huh. But this one I felt was really sweet. So, like, if we were to compare it, because we had a crafty Christmas romance where she was trying to return that coin and book, right, Mm -hmm. and find, like, the love story behind that. That one, compared to this one where they're returning this engagement ring, it's just, it was done so much better in this movie. Like, you really actually felt the love behind the Mm storyline and, like, that these were people, like, in the past, whereas... And the other one, I don't know. It, I mean, that other one had a lot of problems. So that probably yeah. <laughs> detracted from well, a lot of I things. Well, I was thinking I would probably actually really like this storyline because I do like I like the ancestry stuff, like the researching and stuff like that. So in, I, in theory, trying to figure out about this ring would be actually a storyline that I think I might like. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like I guess because I didn't see most of it it's not like i can't really comment on the storyline carrie cannot rate it so we're moving on agree on to a welcome home christmas from lifetime from lifetime this one was you know the girl and the guy she's helping him acclimate to being back from deployment and this one was kind of slow in some parts I really did like them, though, as a couple. I like them Mm -hmm. individually, and I like them as a couple. Yeah. I mean, if we put aside the whole inappropriate counselor and patient relationship. (laughs) Which I didn't know. I don't know if she was really a counselor, though. That's like when we talked about this before, I was like, was she really a counselor or is she just somebody who's helping them like find a new job or something like that? Not that it's maybe not still inappropriate because it could easily still be inappropriate. But yeah. I if mean, she's not like a therapist, then at least it's not like illegal or something, you know. <laughs> at least we didn't break the law. <laughs> at a minimum. Yeah, questionable morals, but. <laughs> questionable. I thought they were cute as well. They're both very attractive individually. And like his, their meat cute where he's all lumberjacking it up at uh-huh. his cabin and splitting this wood. I was like, okay, Brandon. <laughs> I knew you were going to love that part. <laughs> You just know me, Carrie. (laughs) Yeah. I liked them together a lot. Yeah. Except I kind of felt more chemistry between the mom and the general guy. I just thought her mom was so funny. I really liked her mom. Uh, Yeah. And and I thought that that was so funny when they meet. You're like, are they really going to do this? And then you're like, oh, they're really going to do this. Did you have these feelings? Because like when when they first met and there was like this jokey thing that said and the mom can't stop laughing. And I was like, are they going to put them together? Oh, I thought for sure they were putting them together. (laughs) And they were just having the mom be like this funny, adorable person. He's like, I don't know what to do with this. So I'm going to walk away. (laughs) But kind of secretly maybe think it's cute. So yeah. I will say though, I did get confused and I think you got confused also. There's a point where she's in somebody's office and she's like, okay, dad. And then like leaves. And then later on, you find out that her dad has passed away. Yeah. And so I was guy, like, wasn't that guy her dad? Yeah. I thought I heard dad as well. And then I was like, maybe it was Dan, but his name is actually Dawn. So she just said it in a very odd way, but it was confusing. Like their conversation. I'm like, why are you talking to your dad this way? Why is well, he talking to you this way? And let's talk about odd writing as well. They put down, they're talking, he's like, 
at 1600 hours, you need to be here or whatever. But then she's like, well, at one, I have to do this. And he's like, well, that's 1300 hours. And then she's like, at four, I have to do this. And he's like, well, that's 1600 hours. She was in the military. She knows what military time is. Her sister's in the military. Her dad was in the military. Why are we talking about what military time is and not just saying the military times? If people don't know to subtract 12 hours from it to figure out the military time, they can go Google it. Like, yeah, I didn't feel like this was like a very well written part of the script. I felt like it was just in there so that maybe people who don't know military time would have a chance at like figuring yeah. it out, you know? Yeah, that's literally the only reason that wasn't there. But it didn't it, w- it didn't it didn't need to be there. No, because it wasn't true true to a conversation that two military people would have with each other. Right. Well, and this makes me think of another scene that was odd. And it was when she was in her office and she gets a phone call and the guy's visiting her and she's like, oh, I have a phone call. And then she gets up and leaves her office. (laughs) Instead of asking him to leave, he's just standing in her doorway. Just be like, well, I'm at work. I have this phone call. I'll talk to you later and have him leave. Yeah. You don't need to leave. Or say, could you give me a couple of minutes? Yeah. And then he goes through her personal work stuff on her desk. Sensitive information. This is the military. (laughs) Yep. They had to do that, though, because of a later plot point. Yeah, that's true. Also, did you think she was like too good of a person, like over the top? Like she spent every waking moment volunteering. Over the top. Over the like, top. This morning I'm going to be at the soup kitchen and then this mid-afternoon I'm going to be sewing these clothes for the underprivileged. And then this evening I'm actually going to like, well, it was a lot and, and I commend point, her. But to the point that she didn't, she couldn't even do like, does she have her time job. to do her job? Yeah. Her boss was even noticing. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit much. Like we know she's a good person. We know it. We believe it. And then this is getting towards the end, but we both teared up. So... I cried twice. Well, I teared up once and cried a second time. Yeah, it did bring out an emotional reaction. So I guess there's something to be said for that. And it had a little Santa magic. Yes, it does. Which I was like kind of surprised by. So was I. But then I started thinking, I haven't thought of all the Lifetime movies, but I think there's been a little bit of Santa magic, some more than others and each one. And it made me think, I don't know that you really paid attention to the Lifetime movies, I think last year, but in all of the Lifetime movies, there was Winter Storm Megan. And it was mentioned in every single movie. Like, oh, Winter oh. Storm Megan is coming in. We're, we need to get going. Or, oh, no we're trapped here because Winter Storm Megan and it it somehow affected or was mentioned in all the movies. I was like, maybe this is a common thread this year, the Santa magic. Well, you know, in Christmas Yule blog, the guy that she's staying with at the B&B, the, the couple that owns, he looks a lot like someone who can't be named Ho Ho Ho. Mm-hmm. And yep. then he's not there on Christmas Eve and all this stuff. And you're you're like, is he is he Santa? Yeah. So that's, I wonder if that's like a common thread. Could be. Maybe. So what did you rate this movie? Um, I gave it a three for the set. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't really remember anything other than his log cabin, which was like kind of unimpressive. Except for the huge fireplace inside. Yeah, he was basically standing in it at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is big. I gave it five for style. Whoa. Really? Mostly because I feel like I thought she looked great in pretty much all of the things. Yeah. And I mean, he looked great too because he's cute. He did. But I thought they were all, I mean, I thought their clothes were average and they looked great because the people were beautiful. Well, that could be true. (laughs) Maybe I'm just upping it because they're beautiful people. Yeah. And then I gave Storyline and Christmas a four. There was a lot of Christmas stuff Mm. going on. And I love the get together at the end. Yeah. That one probably tipped it up from a three to a four for me. I kept, I kept all my ratings are the same as yours, except I gave it a three candy canes for Christmas. I don't know. I didn't feel very Christmassy watching it, even though it was all about Operation Santa Claus. Which turns into legitimate Operation Santa Claus. Yeah. It just took me back to Operation Christmas Drop. A lot of operations happening. I thought about that a couple of times too. I did mark it as a love though. I (gasps) felt bad marking it as a nonsense. You just can't give the the nonsense, can you? Well, I could give it to Never Kiss a Man on a Christmas sweater. But (laughs) when it's a military movie and it has some sweet parts, I'm like, ah, I got to give it a love. I gave it a nonsense. Good for you. Good for standing up. Probably because I probably won't. I don't have any desire to really watch it again. 
No, neither do I. So it's like, like next year, if it's on, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, a welcome home Christmas. That's what I want to add to my list to watch, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'll probably record it just to have something on standby if I ever want to watch something without commercials. But yeah, it was kind of disappointing because this was the one I was looking forward to the most because I really like Jana Kramer and Brandon Quinn, but fell short. So we're back again. Streets back. All oh, right. Yeah. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, they don't say, oh, yeah. It's I don't, all right. <laughs> I'm very bad at what people actually say in songs. I can sing every song. Like, I know the words when people are singing with me. Like, when the music's going, I know mm-hmm. the words. If it's not going, I don't know the words. For I'm a, I'm a weird person. Okay. Would you rather have three feet of snow for Christmas or no snow at all? Hmm. Man, why does it got to be three feet? That's a lot of feet. Because that makes it the hard decision. Well, in that case, I'm going to say no. No snow. Why? Because I don't want three feet. Aww. If it was like one foot or like half an inch, I don't know. I'd be okay. But three feet, I just feel like would take forever to clear, especially around here when they're not used to getting snow and it's like hilly. No, I just don't know. I'm guessing you're going to pick the snow though. I'm so 100% picking the snow. I love snow and most of the time at Christmas, I'm staying at home anyway. So it's not like I have anywhere to go. It's not like I'm like, well, okay, Christmas Eve, I do go to my best friend's family's house. We go, I do that every year. But once I'm at home on Christmas, I'm like home at Christmas for days. And if I could look out the window and see snow for as far as I will take you. Not very far and tree covered where we live. (laughs) Well, I would probably be at my parents' house. and Oh, that's right. It is tree covered, but you can still at least see down the hill and the whole driveway would be covered. Although I guess if I'm at their house, their generator is going to be on (laughs) because their electricity is probably out. But that's another thing. I don't want to lose power. It's okay. That's why you got the generator. Got to have the generator. Well, you'd be lucky. I don't have a generator. (laughs) My parents have to have one because they live on this little lane that does not get the people out to check the electricity. When When the hurricane went through a couple of weeks ago or last week Mm -hmm. or whatever it was, my mom wrote to me like three days later and was like, we finally have power again. I was like, y'all are going to have to fill up that generator, the the propane tank. Their home is where a Hallmark movie would be set. Yeah. Like you'd literally get trapped there because no one comes out here to check. And I'd have the time of my life. I love snow. Snow is nice. On to the movie you were most excited about, uh-huh. Hallmark's Christmas with the Darlings and Katrina Law. Yes. We love Katrina. I really do. She's one of my favorites. I wish she did more of these because this is only her third one. Yeah. And they're like spread out. Yeah. So now it's going to be like another few years before we see her again. But if you haven't watched 12 Gifts of Christmas or Snow Bride, you should definitely. Yeah, definitely watch Snow Bride. And I like 12 Gifts, but Snow Bride's like for sure, for sure. Watch. You can talk about this one because I don't care for family ensemble kid movies. Yeah. So this wasn't a favorite for me. So I... take it away, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I loved this one. I loved the fact, spoiler, that you find out maybe halfway through that he has loved her since he met her and he just kind of saw her and was like oh and then over the years has just loved her and I thought that that was so sweet because she has like legit no idea he's like a big kid and when we were talking about this in the promos you were actually saying well why isn't the older brother keeping the kids and they actually have joint guardianship yeah so it makes more sense children yeah so she ends up rather than sending them to a boarding school to spend Christmas by themselves she volunteers herself to help just watch the kids so that they can stay home for Christmas. And then when she volunteers, so does he. And I I loved all the things that they did together. I loved how he was very carefree. But as you find out, he actually like does know a ton about the business. And he keeps up with a lot of like, he does a lot of things for other people. And he's not who you think he is in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, he's like a very good guy. And it, it was sweet. And Carlo Marx, he's the guy. He looked younger in this movie. Yeah. It was odd. He did. And the two the two girls that were the, the nieces, there was two nieces and a nephew. And the two girls that were nieces were actually sisters in real life. Because I thought- Were they, they twins? I don't think so. I think they just look basically exactly alike. So 
I just really loved all the things that they did. I I love the, the kids ensemble ones. I mean, not always, but there's something about giving kids a family that like hits me hard mm-hmm. in the I have the feels for this. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it gets me like kids getting a family. That'll get me. But I don't care for I, I like more watching the couple and they're falling in love. So, you know, to each their own. I gave it all threes. I gave it a four for the set. Their house was fantastic. Oh, yeah. And it was pretty, I mean, surprisingly Christmassy compared to what it could have been, especially at the party that they have. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I gave him three for style. I felt like Katrina Law's style specifically was boring. Yeah, and, and a terrible dress. This dress that she had to find that was perfect was a horrible dress. She didn't spend a lot of time on it. Well, and <laughs> I think it could have been a pretty dress, but it looked too tight in the back and too big in the front. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was not Snow Bride the dress for the thing do you remember that dress in Snow Bride? Yeah, I think so. She looked amazing in that dress. Mm-hmm. They should have just reused it. <laughs> Pull it out of a closet, guys. <laughs> Pull it out. Maybe she has it in her closet. Maybe she kept it. Maybe. And then I gave it a five for the storyline because I just really like the storyline. And I love the fact that the guy has been in love with her forever and too worried that he was not good enough for her. So he never said anything. I did like that. I do like those kinds of storylines i just wish it was more about them (laughs) and then i think we should have an honorable mention that his brother is what is his name carrie basic steve basic from what is it all for love the navy seal movie and he's been in a couple of hallmark movies love him and hallmark gets a point for diversity for they had an lgbtq storyline with her best friend yep which we haven't seen anything so far in a hallmark movie including that yeah because this wasn't like the wedding one where they were just getting married this was yeah and they actually didn't talk to them very like much the side yeah. relationship yeah so way to go hallmark we'll see if they're i mean we know the christmas house is coming but those were the honorable mentions and i wasn't feeling too nice so i gave it a nonsense <laughs> I gave it a love. (laughs) That's okay. All right. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, The Christmas Bow with Michael Rady, who I love. And was it Lucia Micarelli? Yes. Professional violinist. I really liked this one. I thought this one was good too. It was my second favorite. I love her grandpa. Like, I just love that guy, the actor. Yeah, I liked him a lot. He was really funny. He's cute. And I Your typical grandpa. And then... (laughs) I actually really like her dad because he's like me with the Christmas decor. He's like more bows, more, bows. more trees. <laughs> the mom, the mom's like, they're like, you have enough. Don't you think there's enough bows? And he's like, no, I know. And then she's like, we have eight trees already. He's like, you can never have enough trees, more trees. And I'm like, this guy gets me. So I liked him. And then another kid, another kid was in this movie and he was funny Oh, he was so funny. He was not a like stealth wingman, though. No, I mean he his purpose was pretty much to make sure that the main characters knew that they liked each other and to push them together. Yep. But it was cute, so I was okay with it. Yeah, he was really cute and funny and such a kid because kids they say the darndest things. I know. That's I'm pretty sure that's why they thought they could get away with it. <laughs> It's like, well, this kid has no control. It's okay. They did have her singing, which I thought was very random. I didn't think her voice matched her. Did you? Okay. You mentioned this to me. I watched the clip. I kind of didn't think so. However, I YouTubed her name, Lucia Micarelli, singing. And there was a Time After Time video. So you guys could Mm -hmm. look it up. But she starts out the video talking about how her father had Parkinson's. And when she played Christmas songs, he started singing even though he couldn't speak. Oh, no. Which is a storyline in In this this movie. movie. And that's where I teared up. Makes me wonder if she's more involved in this than just being cast in it. Wow. Yeah, that that makes sense. Good detective work, Carrie. I know. And when she was singing, her voice still doesn't sound exactly like I would think, like visually looking at her. But Mm -hmm. if you listen to the tone of her voice, her singing voice matches the tone of her speaking voice, I feel like. Hmm. That's good to know. I I still hung up on her her like real life storyline and then her movie storyline. I know. And I I wonder if it's one of those things where they decide they're going to do this story and then she tells them that she has this that's happened. So they kind of add it in. So kind of like how Luke 
McFarland was like, hey, can you make this guy a cellist instead of a violinist? And so they just Mm -hmm. changed it to make it like a cellist. Maybe they added that. Maybe the grandma had passed away and maybe passed away from something else. And they just added in that scene to tie it in with her past. Yeah. I mean, that was a good scene. It emotionally got me. The yeah. Most out of the whole movie. So, oh man, interesting. Okay. So then to switch topics, I did have a thought about consent because there was a kiss before the end. And I don't know if you thought this, but she she closed her eyes and she was talking about like how she visualizes what she wants and whatever. And then he kissed her. And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, she couldn't have said yes or no. Obviously, she, it's a yes. And it was still a cute moment. But my mind just immediately went to consent well, with the world we live in these days. <laughs> well, and normally I think I would agree with you, but I think it was very clear that both of them were very interested in each other. Yeah. As many times as that little boy said it. That's true. And then she's like, oh, is my name on the on the list? And he's like, no, uh, my cousin just likes you. So you should come. And she's like, oh, well, why wouldn't I gingerbread make a gingerbread house? That's true. You know. But yeah, I'm also kind of thinking now that in I think it was two turtle doves with Michael Rady and Nikki DeLoach, where I think she was leaning in to kiss him and he was like, no, not yet or something. And so then to like see him be like the opposite of that and just kiss her and like she couldn't even say, I don't know. I didn't think there was anything wrong with the scene and I liked it, but it it just popped up in my mind. Yeah. So I thought I'd say something. I mean, and then it is something to keep in mind, people. Yes. Consent always. And then at the end, I really liked her dress with the low back. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was so pretty. So all the way around, I gave it four in a love. Oh, I have one more thing to talk about before I get into my my scoring. When she's talking about the bow at the beginning, she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, the bow brings out the magic, the music and the magic and the music or something like that. Right. So it's all about this bow. It totally gave me like Harry Potter vibes. Like you don't pick the wand, the wand picks you. (laughs) It kind of seemed like that. This is so like Harry Potter, but it's a violin bow instead of a a wand. A wand. So my store scores, I gave it a five for the set, mainly because the store. Yeah, I really like the store. Kicked it up, kicked it up a notch for me. If the store hadn't looked like it did or whatever, it would have definitely had a four. Yeah. Way better than, I just gotta say, it was way better than Alicia Witt's music store in Christmas Tree Lane. I agree. And then I gave Style a four, but really the only reason it got a four was because I loved the red dress at the end so Mm -hmm. much. I think it was, the rest of the style to me was kind of just plain. I thought it was pretty. And then... Four for storyline and five for Christmas, which got bumped up to a five because of the store. Mm. And that dad, he loves some Christmas decorations. I know. I know. I love it. I loved this one. I put this one as a love. We have consensus. I think that's the first one we have consensus on. Yay. (laughs) Woohoo. All right. The last movie from this weekend was A Very Charming Christmas Town on Lifetime. Yep. And you haven't watched it, Carrie. Nope. Not, Not yet. So basically, this girl writes for her travel blog with her sister, and she goes to the most Christmassy town in America, which is Solvang, and it's based off like a Danish town, which immediately reminded me of when I lived in Kansas, there was this Swedish town called Lindsborg, and it kind of has the same spirit as the Solvang, so I did think that was kind of cute and interesting. I'm wondering if this is going to remind me of Helen in Georgia that is like a German town. Probably. Maybe it was filmed there. Doubtful. Why? I just think everything's filmed in Canada. Well, you know, there was a movie last year that was on that was filmed in Helen. Really? Yeah. Well, because, you know, Georgia, they give all those incentives for filming there. And they mentioned Alpharetta in the movie. They gave it a fake name. It's not Helen. Like the town isn't called Helen, but it was definitely filmed in Helen. Hmm. Well, then maybe it was filmed in Georgia or somewhere. Yeah. See if you recognize it. There's a big windmill. I I guess I have to put a caveat and say that I think her name is Natalie Hall. Yep. I want to like her. I really, really do. But there is something that I just don't like. And like she was in You're Baking Me Crazy with Michael Brady and it's it kind of started there. But she is just really annoying to me in this movie. Like she shows up 
to this town immediately has an attitude and then she's like walking around in the middle of the road and people are trying to get by and she's like acting like oh you know there's like so much going on and then she stands in the road still and she almost gets run over by the guy that's their meet cute he almost runs her over and then her fake fall was terrible i hate their meet cute and it was awkward dialogue like transitions not just with her but like with everyone it seemed sometimes people's reactions were a beat too slow. So there was like an awkward pause and then the person would react. It was very strange. Like the writing was off and then the sound editing for the movie was off, like with voiceovers. And I know sometimes I think that comes with experience, matching your voice with your mouth talking on the screen yeah but there were noises like the sister was sitting at a table in a jacket and you can hear every movement from her jacket it was just distracting oh wow so it wasn't a very well produced movie and then if we're just getting into story i feel bad if people love this movie because i guess i'm just gonna rain on it (laughs) and i haven't watched on it i haven't watched it so i can't add any positives nope nope i'll have one positive at the end she is staying in a bnb and the guy's like i love this room because of the view and he whips up with these curtains he's like check out this view and you're expecting something nice and instead it's a ground floor room you're looking out on a walkway with these giant bushes they have lights on them but that's not a view like it was the dumbest thing i laughed this is me going with my parents to a hotel room and them picking like saying they want ground floor and i'm like there's elevators why on earth would you ever pick a ground floor like can't we have a little bit of a view or we get like a second floor that looks out over the um the overhang that you drive under so you can drop your stuff off i know like this this is not a view looking out on people being able to walk by your window i just i laughed i didn't get it i didn't like her outfits they were all terrible she wears some brown pants in the beginning which are oversized and look like cardboard on her she has this belt and she's like a she's a pretty girl she's really pretty like shoulders up her makeup and hair all nice you sent me the the video of her wearing that one oversized chunky sweater that i was like well if it wasn't those colors it would totally be in style what colors was it It was like pink and then a lavender and then I think it was a dark blue on the back. It was not good. And then the the friend of that she makes in town was wearing a sweater that was like the, similar to that too right afterwards. I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I didn't like her personality. I don't like when people like they have the characters be rude and annoyed and then they switch it off and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I was having a terrible day. I'm going to be nice now. But then Right. Five minutes later, they go back to being rude. And I just, I hate it. It's annoying. Yeah. I was wondering if that's like the acting or is that the writing? Because I do hate that also. I think it was the writing, but some of it was her acting. Because she's, I don't know if I want to say she's over the top, but she is pretty animated in her acting. So it comes out as like a little too much. Yeah. So I don't know. So maybe she just pushed the writing even further. I did like the guy a lot. Like he was cute. And actually from the previews, I thought he looked older. And then in the movie, he doesn't. So they need to work on their promo pics. But I really liked him. And then she asks him if he can help her show around, show her around the town for her article. And he's like, no. And I was like, yes. And she's like, why not? And he's like, well, if you can't already see like the charm around you, like I can't help you. I was like, thank you, guy. And then he just walks away. And I was like, this is what I want to see. So I really liked him. And I also like they had Joe Marie Payton in this movie. And she's the mom from Family Matters. So I really like her. And then there is a weird subplot where she writes music and sings. Didn't make sense. What? Didn't need to be added. Did they have I, it her was, sing? I don't think they did. I was going to say, maybe have she's coming song, out with though. a Christmas song. Maybe. They did have her write a song for the girl in the movie. There's a lot of music. So maybe they just think that the music is really like what's selling it now. It's not. I literally laughed out loud because he quoted one of her lyrics to her. It's called Burning Flame. And he quoted the lyrics when they were holding candles. (laughs) And and this could have been like a romantic moment. I think it was supposed to be a romantic moment, actually. And I just laughed. I was like, what the heck is this? Like, I can't. I can't take it. And then my last comment out of the paragraph of comments I made was that they had these like I think they called them Anisa which are Danish elves and the only reason I'm mentioning it is because of Eurovision the movie on Netflix and they're in Iceland 
and they had these magic elves. And I was like, I wonder if this is just kind of a, like, what are those countries? Like, it's Nordic? a thing there. Nor Yeah, Norway, Iceland, you know, those kinds of things. Uh-huh. They just have these elves. I'd, so I'll, I'm so curious now. The elves in Eurovision on Netflix were pretty funny. Like, you never see the elves, but they do things. My ratings, I gave it a three for the setting because I do like the little Danish town. One for style because I hated hers. Three for storyline because I don't like when they're writing articles. Like, this was the third or fourth reporter article thing, storyline. And then three for candy canes because it just didn't feel very Christmassy to me. So I voted it a nonsense. I was going to say, you love not... this one, don't you? <laughs> I like him. I wouldn't mind seeing him again. I don't think you've given anything a one. I don't think either one of us have given anything a one yet. Well, not this round. I feel like I had to have given something a one in our past reviews, but not today. This is the first one because it sucked. Like literally every outfit. I was like, what is she wearing? Like even her dress that she was supposed to be looking nice in. Like It was terrible. It was terrible. All right. I think we're going to move on to rankings now. Yep. And I have number one, the Christmas ring. Nope. Okay. I think all of ours are going to be different. So maybe I'm just going to say mine and then you can say yours. Okay. So number one, the Christmas ring. Number two, the Christmas bow. Number three, Christmas Yule blog. Number four, never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater. Fifth is a welcome home Christmas. And sixth is Christmas with the Darlings. And last place is a very charming Christmas town. Okay. Go, Carrie. My one is Christmas with the Darlings. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I knew we were different. Yep. Then the Christmas bow. Then never kiss a man in a Christmas sweater. Then Christmas Yule blog. And then the Christmas ring only because I haven't seen the whole thing. So if I do watch it again, it could move up. Okay. But since I haven't seen the whole thing, I couldn't really rate it. And then I haven't seen whatever the last one's called, which I plan on watching. I I really wish that they would have... Hallmark would do their movies on Friday and Saturday nights because then I could watch them on Sunday so your last one was a welcome home Christmas. Wait, did I not? Did I even put this one on here? I don't. That, I don't Christmas. think you did because you didn't say it. Oh, I, I didn't move I, it. I would say a welcome home Christmas falls somewhere. Yeah, probably last. Yeah. Okay. So far. So far, that wraps up these reviews. Next episode, we will be talking about our favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. Yay! That's what we've been waiting, literally. I know. To do we were actually going <laughs> to do this one later, closer to Christmas? And then I was like, should we go ahead and do it so that people People can record them if they want to. So hopefully these some of these will come on and you'll be able to record them mm-hmm. and watch them. I, I know some of them already have, yes. but you know, they have a lot of time to replay so yeah. you can catch them again. And the app, you can it'll tell you when it next comes on. Oh, you yeah. have the Hallmark app. Or like, yeah, Philo, it says when's the next showings and you can see all the future showings that they're set up for as well. I was going to also say I was on our little website where we look at our podcast statistics. Hello mm-hmm. to India. Hello. We have had 50 downloads or whatever from India. We think Thank you for listening. We to do. Us. We only have 12 episodes. <laughs> That's like probably four people listening. Hey, we appreciate it. Woo! Come find us on Instagram and say hi. <laughs> we will say hi back. We will. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. I, I find it really interesting that it's like the United States and then India and basically not like the UK has like a couple, but other than yeah, that, it's, it's like, like onesie twosies. But it's like the United States. It's so shocking to me that India is the next one. I was like, oh, that's so cool that we are like watching the same things as people in India. It's a small world after all. <laughs> Thanks, Disney. <laughs> Thanks, Walt. <laughs> Thanks, Walt. Okay, so that yeah, that is something to look forward to next time. Our favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. So subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.